As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Bosch at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. It's the John Cobell show. Uh, we're on the radio one until four, and then after four o'clock on uh, the iHeart app, John Cobell show on demand. Two rounds of the Moist line coming up uh, this half hour around just after 320 and just after 350. Yes, last call for the Ghoul Pool. Today at uh, tonight at 11:59 p.m. Ghoul Pool window closes. That's it. You better find your three uh, celebrities that you think are going to die this year and put them in. We actually sent out uh, six prizes to the six three for three winners. So there were real prizes this year. Gift cards. It was good stuff. So you you can you can get a payoff at the end of the year. But 11:59 p.m. You are not allowed to pick David Soul. You're not allowed to pick uh, Glennis. Uh, what was her name? Glennis Johns. Yes, Glennis Johns. Yes, a Broadway actress who lived to 100. Uh, so uh, they're, they're off the ballot because they died this week. So don't try to sneak in those picks. We're smarter than that. We'll eliminate your ballot. And if you already sent a ballot with those two names, then send another one. Uh, what I was uh, groaning about a moment ago is, uh, this is a terrible story. Uh, Janet Wynn, he's, she's the state senator out of Orange County. And uh, also covers uh, part of Los Angeles. Uh, she wrote a piece for the Orange County Register that the OC Animal Care Shelter is a complete disaster. Um, I mean, it's got a big budget and it's got a lot of employees, but their pets are are suffering terribly. And um, they sent along three awful photos, and I'll have her describe them. I it's it's just terrible. Let's get Janet Wynn on. How are you, Janet? I'm good. Thank you, John, for having me. Uh, thank you for coming on, and thank you for writing this piece. This is not something uh, I would know about or any, probably anyone listening would know about. Can you describe what this animal shelter is, OC Animal Care? Who owns it? How is it funded? 
So, but let me first say, every animal life is important, and they are our family. That's, that, to me, is so important. Um, the Orange County Animal Care is run by the Orange County Board of Supervisors. They just built a brand-new facility, $35 million facility, and a $27 million budget. And yet, I'll give you an example. Can, can, can I interrupt you just a second? Could, could you get off speakerphone? Could you pick up the handset? Okay. I think you'll come in clear. You there? Is this better? Yeah, that's better. That's better. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. So, no, that's all right. Okay. So, just to review, the Orange County Supervisors, they're the ones who uh, funded this with yes. $35 so million dollars the, to build it. $35 million. Actually, the fund comes from the taxpayer. People like me who owns it, I have a German Shepherd at our house, and we pay the annual license fee for our dog, our pet, and that goes to the County of Orange. So the facility itself was funded by taxpayers like me, animal lovers like me. And what, what you have here is, here's, I'll give you some examples of the pictures you saw. A husky hit by a car with massive internal injuries was not seen by a vet or given pain meds, but rather curl up in a ball for three days and bled to death in his cage. The picture it's is different. of our of the cage and just enormous amount of blood on the floor of the yes. cage. Uh, a kitten had half its front limb missing, which was just bloody stump. And it, it just looking at these pictures, John, it just breaks my heart. It makes you just stick to the stomach. It's like, how could we in Orange County, a brand new facility that is the state of the art, and it's something that the nation, everybody envies, and yet this is how we're treating our animals. And then the death rate at the facility from 2021 to 2022, the killing rate there is up 187%. It's unbelievable, which really is that 14% of dogs less than a year old were killed because of so-called behavioral issues. And 7% of them are under six months. Uh, all those who have pets, especially dogs, puppies, I don't know if any of you know of puppies having behavioral issues to have to put them to death. This is about the animal care facility not being able to give them the standard care that they deserve so that they can be adopted. Open the facility to the public so we can go there and adopt these animals and stop killing them and causing harm to them. All right, this is the part I don't understand. The public does not have easy access into the animal shelter? No, not anymore. So since COVID, before COVID, you can go to the animal shelter and it, the cage is open. It's there. You can go walk through, look at the animals and pick whatever one you want to you know, take a look at. So I have been at that facility. When I was in high school, I would visit there just for fun a few times a week just to play with the animals there. I love dogs. And so that's back then. But then COVID hit, they shut the county down. Wouldn't let you go in um, just to view the pets. Now, even till this day, they're still using COVID standards. But COVID's and long over. Yeah. I know, I I know. Even President well, Biden and are, Governor Newsom have said COVID's okay. over. Are they using are you using this COVID thing to cover up all the all the dead, wounded animals? They don't want the public yep. to see this because the animals are in, to, are in such horrible condition. Yep, and that's what we believe it to be. They now right now you have to make an appointment, and you can only pick two animals at for one visit, and you only you don't get that long of a visit, just a few minutes to to see the animal. 
But you know how us humans, we walk in, we see that puppy, like, oh, I want to see that one. Oh, no, I want to see this one. Oh, maybe what about that one? We don't get that option anymore. And you have to book in advance. You can't just walk in there one day and just go, oh, I want to see if I might today want to adopt a pet. You write that they have 137 people on staff, but there's only 21 who uh, feed, clean, and exercise the animals. What do the other 116 people do there if they don't have hands-on contact with the animals? What do they do all day? That's what we're asking the questions, too. Uh, we're not getting the answer. No one knows the, the, the answers to anything that's going on in that facility. I mean, you even have, they have, I believe, one part-time veterinarian for all the what? animals there. One? So these animals are not being seen by veterinarians. And we this, is, this is like something out of the 1800s. What, what, what is going on? The Orange County supervisors know about this? Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, I, the shelter's name, honestly, John, OC, OC Animal Care is a total joke because they definitely are not caring for any animals there at who, all. Who is the head of OC Animal Care? Who's, who's the head of this? So they, so they have a director. Um, so they've got several directors within the OC animal cares right now, the director that oversees the animal care. So there's the County has what we call the, or, they have the orange County community resources. Um, he oversees, he has a staff who oversees the animal shelter. What's and his name? Well, who look, is this guy? What's um, his name? His name is Dan. Dan what? And see Dan, Dan, uh, Dylan White. I'm sorry. Dylan, Dylan White. Dylan White. So Dylan White. White has the ultimate oversight. His staff oversees OC Animal Shelter, and yeah. everybody knows that this is going on inside, and nobody's nobody's stopping all this uh, abusive, violent behavior towards the cats and dogs. Nope. Oh, this everybody's been silent. No one's been doing anything. Everybody's what, what? just been numb. Uh, uh, let me let me read you something else that you wrote. You said no one knows how many dogs are housed in the infamous Building 1, which has mm -hmm. irredeemable animals. Volunteers are forbidden from walking or caring for them. One man had his dog seized a year ago, and he's still waiting to retrieve them. And What is this? What is this Building 1? What is it, like a concentration Where, camp? So <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Uh, the only people who are speaking to us or speaking out are the volunteers and the rescuers. We cannot, we don't know what else is going on inside the facility. And what we've described is what the volunteers and the rescue folks are telling us that's happening with Building One. Now, you had a grand jury look into this? We had a grand, they had a grand jury and they were spot on. Okay, so a grand jury has issued an official report detailing a lot of the things that you wrote about, and the Orange County supervisors, they haven't taken any action. They have not taken any action. I mean, we had one volunteer. She worked in the, kit the kitchen room, and she would have to care for 100 animals just by herself. She quit because she's, it was just too heartbreaking and dysfunctional to work there. What do you think Even is going on here? What do you think is going on here? You know, I think, I mean, nobody, I think what it is is that most people don't pay attention to the animal care shelter. And it's out of the public eye until someone goes up there and has to, you know, wants to adopt a pet. And that's where that the county board of supervisors, oh, that's not something we have to care right now. That's not a priority of ours. But it should be because but we taxpayer pay 
gave they have a budget of $27 million, and we gave them a $35 million state-of-the-art facility. They, it's their job to take care of these animals. It's their job to allow the public to be able to adopt these animals. If you just look at these three photos, right, the cat with its one of its legs hacked Limb. off, mm -hmm. and you've got a puppy that's all bloody, and then you have the huge bloodstains in the cage of another dog that died... You, you you don't need to be an animal lover to say whatever they're doing no. at this animal shelter. There ought to be people arrested and put in prison here. I I I agree with you. You know when we the people we're talking to the volunteers and the rescuers they're telling us we're the I'm the only elected official that they know of are, is actually speaking out on this issue. All right, everybody else has just stay silent. Okay, I want to follow up on this next week. Um, okay. And I want to I want to get in contact with uh, the board of supervisors. Is there any any way to get the police involved here, or the the, the sheriff's deputies, or somebody? They, these look like uh, animal I, crimes to me. I don't disagree with you. Um, we haven't heard anything, and we have not heard any response from the, anybody from the county. Uh, you know. I mean, I don't even know if we could post these these photos. No, don't. They, they but, but I mean, if people, no, if, people no, saw, really bad, if people saw these photos, it would stop, though. What I don't understand oh. is don't people who work at animal shelters, don't they love animals? I mean, don't they want to care for animals? I don't understand how you can work at a an animal shelter and see this going on and allowing this to go on. I get that the, you know, the volunteers are complaining and, and doing something. Thank goodness. But the actual people that are working there, shame on them. All right, we will talk I next week. Disagree. All right, Janet? Yeah, and I'm also looking at doing legislation this year. Yeah, no, definitely, but but this has got to be this should be closed down and investigated immediately. I mean, some something got some yeah. emergency group has to go in here and take care of this situation. This this is really horrible. All right, Janet, we'll talk next week. We'll keep on top of this, all Thank right? You, John. This this okay. can't last. Bye-bye. Uh, when we come back, uh, we got a round of the moist line coming up. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We have uh, the last day for the ghoul pool. You got three entries, uh, three celebrities you think are going to be dead uh, by uh, the end of the year. You go to KFIAM640.com, the John Kobelt page, or go to our uh, Twitter X account or uh, Instagram account. And we got links to the ballots and you fill them out, three celebrities. And uh, you might win something. We had six winners. They got they all won prizes. And uh, 11.59 tonight is the deadline. So this is the last call. It is now time, as it is every Friday afternoon at this moment, for the Moist Line. And uh, 1-877-MOIST-86 is the number. Yeah, right. Hey, it's John. Thanks for calling the Moist Line. I'm so excited to hear from you. It's about time. My New Year's resolution for 2024. I'm going to ask anybody that complains about their student loans why they're so stupid to be paying the minimums on it. Of course, you pay the minimum on 30, 40,000 bucks. You're going to pay it off in 30 or 40 years. You're exactly right, John. And something I've noticed a long time ago, and that interview with that uh, Shavella victim just proves it further. Why is it homeless people sound like little kids? Listen carefully to how he talks. They have no agency. They're like little children that never grew up and they're in adult bodies. So I'm actually for the state just taking conservatorship over all of them because obviously we have a bunch of little children 
who never grew up living in the street like animals. We'll spend $100 billion and send it to Ukraine, but we won't spend $100 million to pay for all of the immigration judges we need to take the asylum seekers six year backlog and turn it into a two-week turnaround? Our first wall of defense is our legal system. Let's spend some money on ourselves. Wow, 2024, we're all here. We made it. And then John shows up and says, welcome to the John and Ken show. It's going to be a great year, everybody. It's going to be a great show. Can you please explain, what does fecal oral spread mean? Tune in to listen to the first John Cobalt show of the year and uh, fecal oral spread. <laughs> Happy New Year's. I've been listening to you for about 15 years now, and, and this is the first time you guys ever said anything with intelligence. Of course, there are people in the United States government being paid off by the drug cartel leaders. Are you guys stupid? Do you think that these people are good people that claim to be our leaders? No, they're all evil. They're all in bed with each other. Hey, Deborah, that guy, Diobra, I hope he wasn't a vegan. Yes, I think the U.S. government is on the cartel's payroll for sure. Or at least they've been bribed in some way or another. Yeah, I think all our government officials are being paid off by the cartel, just like they do in Mexico. That's why they're running our border and not our government. And I'm sure Mr. Greasy, our governor, is number one on the payroll. Oh, John, when are you going to stop railing against electric cars? The Ford F-150 is an exception. It's a really big truck with a huge battery. It's a 120 kilowatt hour battery. It's not very efficient. It's not very practical. They're not all like that. No, you can't take a Ford F-150 on a long trip and just expect to recharge it in 20 minutes. No, you can't. Hey, John, driving my electric vehicle right now that we've driven halfway across the country in the winter when range is supposed to be worse and we haven't ever had a problem. Once Tesla opens up their reliable charge network, which is happening for many brands, things are going to get a lot better. Yes, the uh, Electrify America grid absolutely is terrible, or that network. But the Tesla one, it really isn't. So stop harping on electric cars. I prefer driving over my gas car. John, I swear we are related. I'm like an identical twin in, in the way I think, just like you. The border problem is to bring down the system. I think it's to bring down the system, and the government can come in and take control of whatever they want because they can scream crisis. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Just a quick heads up, I'm enjoying a cigarette right now because I've stepped out of the room before I almost knocked the living out of somebody that is considered a supervisor to me. This person has been with the company one-third of the time I have and is about two-thirds of the age that I am. If I don't have my cigarette, the guy becomes less. Pick your battles. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. Well, there's a smoking benefit there. <laughs> Redirects your energies for a few minutes and you don't uh, kill somebody. All right, that's uh, round one of the Moist Line, and round two is going to come up in about a half an hour. Uh, when we come back, do you know that there are thousands of uh, people who used to live in Los Angeles, they are now in the category of the unclaimed dead? Yes, 
These these are people who die and nobody ever claims them. And you might think that after a period of time, they're just uh, you know put into what they used to call a pauper's grave, right? A community grave. Well, yeah, they do, but it takes years to get there because we spend millions of dollars trying to figure out who they are. We have a whole team of investigators who waste a lot of time and money trying to find out who a particular person is, a person which apparently no one on the planet cares about. But we have to get their identity before we dump them into the community grave. Seriously. You know, the, uh, the Associated Press did a detailed story on this. I'm reading this this morning. I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. Well, we'll talk about it. We come back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. You got to hear our uh, interview about the uh, 
the road diet proposition that's coming on the ballot March 5th in Los Angeles. Road diets. They're going to turn the streets into a maze of bicycle lanes and bus lanes and, and crosswalks and restricted uh, pedestrian areas. They're going to squeeze cars off the road, create terrible traffic. It's the return of that whole road diet uh virus that we fought off back in 2017 against Garcetti and Mike Bonin in Mar Vista and in Playa del Rey. Uh, it, it's now back in the form of a proposition. And uh, we talked for a half an hour about it with uh, one of the uh, activists who's uh, trying to stop it. And uh, you definitely ought to listen to that interview because that's going to be that's going to be life changing. Um, I saw this story in the Associated Press uh, feed today and uh I mean, it's a little bit gruesome and, and sad, I, I grant you. And maybe there's something wrong with me. But when I, the, the reaction I had after reading the whole thing is, why the hell are we paying so much money for this? You know, there's, there's people, obviously, by the hundreds or thousands, uh, depending on the size of the city, who die in a given year and nobody claims their remains. Um, they're usually, uh, well, they're homeless people or they're really old and eccentric, and uh, there are no friends or relatives left behind who want to want to speak with them anymore or care about them. And so they die, and and often they they, they have no ID, even if they have a home, they have no obvious ID. I mean, obviously, uh, a homeless person laying in the street uh, often is anonymous. But they open this story. Uh, the the worker is uh, a Rusyak Martirisian. And her job is to go to the apartments of people who died uh, who are unidentified. Because it, it turns out uh, when you die, if nobody claims your body, you're going to be stuck in a freezer for three years. Three years in the freezer at the morgue while a team of investigators try to figure out who you are. And I'm, 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 I'm reading this. I'm saying, why are we spending money on this? If you've been so unpleasant in life that nobody claims you for three years, why is that my problem as a taxpayer to fund the investigation? What do you have to do to turn off the entire... There's 8 billion people in the world. Three years, nobody comes calling? Hey, you must have been one pain in the ass. Uh, so this woman named Arushak... She opens the door of this one-bedroom apartment. They call it a micro-apartment. And it's a hoarder's paradise. There's some photos. Wedged against the door is a giant box of gain laundry detergent, plastic tubs, blouses, T-shirts, hanging from a curtain rod in the living room. All the sunlight is blocked out. Bins and boxes with more clothes. You can't see the carpet. Empty takeout containers. Tupperware with bugs trapped inside. 74-year-old woman died in October in the hospital, and nobody came for the remains. So this lady, Arushak, is, puts on a protective suit, and they're looking for anything. A greeting card, a letter, something with a family's address on the return label so that this woman could get a proper burial. And they're called the unclaimed dead. They have a dozen investigators, a dozen, who work for the public administrator which is a little tiny corner of our county government. And um, this is what they do all day. 
uh, and, and they try to put together the clues and the puzzle pieces to figure out who it is. So while you're frozen for three years, uh, the company, the, the investigators, do what they do. They call nursing homes. They call, they call churches and synagogues. They go through public records. They go through ancestry websites. They go through every speck of your home or apartment looking for a tiny piece of identity. And uh, but often these people had no friends. They had no surviving family or none that are interested um, or just people who don't want to pay for the burial. That's the thing. If you claim the uh, the remains, then you got then you got to you're buying the body and then you're buying the the rights to bury the body. And they they every year the unclaimed bodies uh, are. Well, they're 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 cremated, and they have a ceremony. And on December fourteenth, they buried nineteen hundred and thirty-seven people, um, including a lot of coronavirus patients, because you know three years is up, and homeless people. It's immigrants. Sometimes it's children. When does a ch a child die and nobody claims the child? Maybe these are I. This is just crazy few dozen people show up but i don't really i mean i could see you know given it a couple of weeks but there's no reason to pay an entire department for a three-year investigation for because they get they get hundreds of new people every year why don't we split the difference and instead of three years do one and a half and take that extra money and put it toward that animal shelter in orange county that yeah. uh, is ha, ha, that has these animals are living in atrocious conditions and not being taken care of. Yeah, I know. This is I'm saying. There's so much money wasted, really, on nonsense. If 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 you spend a year and a half, and and nobody raises their hand and say, "Look, I'll handle this." I mean, what people who end up that alone, it's almost always their own fault. There's a reason for this. If you ever dig into to people who's a, they're estranged from their entire family. And they have no friends. Come on. I know plenty of unpleasant people who have plenty of family and friends. I don't know what. And often they're just nuts. They're so, I mean, this, this hoarder lady, really, you know, who's, who's, who's going to bother with her? I'm sure that little micro apartment just smelled and looked disgusting. Um, but this is, we, this is what we've got. We have the whole team of investigators in, in L.A. County. Yeah, and you know what? They have a, a huge storehouse of all the possessions. They try to sell possessions, but but some of them they can't sell or they have certain criteria. The county has a warehouse full of vinyl records, Barbie doll collections, classic cars, framed artwork, and eventually they auction it off to pay uh, to, to bury other people. And then uh, at the end of it, Hundreds or thousands of people are buried. They're, they have little, little boxes that contain their ashes. And there's one blank stone over the communal burial site that just lists the year of the burial. And, that, and that's it. Seems like a job Ray would have. Doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe he should do that part time. I know. But he'd Listen. whip them in shape. I mean, he, he, he would. I think he, he might uh, make things better. Over yeah. There. Well, at least decide quicker. All right. We come back. We got... Uh, what do we got? Oh, uh, round two of the Moist Line. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from uh, one until four. 
And it's getting close to four, which means Conway is just minutes away. Uh, this is the last call for the uh, Gould Pool, 11.59 tonight. Entry window closes. You go to KFIAM640.com, uh, the John Cobalt page. You go to the Twitter X account, or you can go to Instagram, and uh, links to the ballots are located in all those places. And fill them out. Three names, three celebrities you think are going to die at the end of the year. You could win prizes. We had six winners, six prizes. They went three for three. And again, uh, no David Soul and no Glennis Johns. Uh, they are not eligible because they died this week. Uh, other than that, do, you know, vote for whoever you want, and we'll see what happens by the end of the year. Now it's time for the Moist Line, one eight seven seven moist 86 Hey, it's John. Thanks for calling the Moist Line. I'm so excited to hear from you. It's about time. You go to the toy store, and they don't have the toy you're looking for, gender neutral or whatever, so you just go on Amazon and buy it from them. They deliver it to your door. I mean, it's that easy. Why, why mandate that a store has to have this, that, and the other? The store will pretty quick put those things on their shelves if they see that, oh, those sell really good at Amazon. I'm not a fan of gender-neutral bathrooms because if it doesn't have a urinal, I'm peeing in the sink. Hey, let's hear it for Ian Zeering, huh? These little motorcycle thugs that are riding around, they're all over the place. And if we don't stand up to them like Ian did, they're going to take over. I'm really pissed off because of this wealth distribution here in California with the electric bills. I have to pay for somebody else because they can't afford to pay their electric bill? What in the is the bull going on here? The socialized date. I can't stand it. I just decided that Inside Safe is not for the vagrants, it's for us. Have you noticed on the news all these camps are coming back that she quote-unquote cleared out and was surprised they're back? So I think the Inside Safe program means for us to stay inside and safe, not the vagrants. As Newsom lost his mind, in my area in L.A., five hospitals closed. They just couldn't handle the influx of these, these, these uh, illegals. So now it's bad enough I have to wait in urgent care. I have to wait in emergency. I have to wait, wait to make an appointment. And then I'm subsidizing them. They're sitting side by side in the waiting room, not paying a dime. Nuisance sucks. I don't understand this. I, I work six days a week. I work really hard. I don't take anything from the government. And uh, so they're going to give homeless people houses and all the stuff to the people who take big dumps on the street and urinate and, and give them everything when I have a degree. I've worked my butt off my whole life. And this is ridiculous. Ridiculous! Hey, this year I'd like to see the Department of Veterans Affairs hire enough dental laboratory technicians to fully staff their 200-plus dental clinics. Here in Los Angeles, our VA medical center with their nine dental clinics have no staff dental lab techs. What these bozos in government do not realize is that you cannot solve the homeless problem by providing housing to people who are mentally ill. That isn't the issue. The issue is getting treatment for their mental illness. You take your guess in the new year when we find that this phone line is completely overwhelmed with calls regarding the obvious cameras that are installed for speed on the highway. Let's face the facts. It's unfair. There's no substitute for an officer on a motorcycle or in a car. How many people are going to get stuck with a ticket when somebody else steals the car or even borrows the car within the old family? Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. 
1-877-MOIST-86. Uh, that's uh, the number for uh, next Friday. Two things jumped out at me. Another thing you could uh, listen to on the uh, podcast uh, is our interview with Assemblyman Bill Asaley because one of the callers referenced this issue. Uh, starting this week, um, we are uh, paying for health care for every illegal alien in California. I has three, four million of them. Yeah, we are. Everybody. Uh, uh, from birth to death. And it's going to cost at least $4 billion. You know it's going to be more. The state budget has $68 billion deficit. So this this has got to stop. Because he was talking about how the uh, uh, emergency rooms and urgent care is so overcrowded. Well, it's only going to get worse and worse. They're all going to get Medi-Cal. Anybody who comes here. Now, you think this might be a magnet? Since there's millions coming over the border? Wouldn't California be a good stop? You instantly, as soon as you set foot in the state, you're eligible for free health care. So we'll be uh, jumping on that. Some more. Conway's here. I don't get free health care. You got to work. And I've been here a long time, man. Yeah. I was born and raised in this sucker. That's right. You don't have to. You just come here. You don't have to work. That's right. Are you talking to me about people illegally? No, no I'm no. Talking, talking about people here illegally. Oh, they don't have to work. That's right. You're um, working at least. Or well, whatever it is so, you so, do. Yeah. Uh, Alex Michelson's coming on tonight. He works. And um, the first debate, the first Senate debate will be in two weeks. And we're going to carry that live. That's going to be exciting. Um, a 4.2 magnitude earthquake. I felt it. Did you feel it? 10.55? No. Um, well, the problem with this quake, it was on the San Andreas Fault. That's a big deal. That's a foreshock. That's a big deal. I was and, trying to tell Deborah this because that's two quakes this week we have. So right. there's a pattern now. Yeah. And somebody in this room canceled their earthquake insurance two days ago. <laughs> I can tell you I'm, who. I'm looking around. David Soul passed away. I love that guy from Starsky and Hutch. I used to drive him. I drove a limousine. I drove him and his family around. Oh, really? Yeah, very nice man. And he's uh, no longer with us. Uh, plus, a new study out there. Alcoholic beverages may decrease the risk of cancer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Increase. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Boo. You're gone. Increase <laughs> yeah. the risk of cancer. I'm sick of hearing from these people. I right. heard that on the news. We were running it on the news all day. And I, I, every time I came out, I was like, shut up. I heard that 45 beer trucks ago. Yeah. I, I, you know, how come people are living longer than ever? I don't know. I don't know, John. I don't know. But, um, Eric, you're a beer drinker, right? You like uh, beer? I would say I like alcohol, not really beer particularly. All right. Well, have you ever passed a beer truck, like a Heineken or a Budweiser truck, and you thought, Man, I think I've wiped one of those trucks out in my lifetime. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time I drive past the Miller Light plant, I just want to hop in one of those big uh, Those big barrels? Things that they have outside. Yeah. Where you had a barrel's beer. worth. That's great. I think I've wiped out a beer truck. I think I, and in, uh, if you to add up all the beers I've had, I've wiped out a beer truck. So if you're driving near a beer truck right now, think about that. How many beers you've had and could you have wiped out a truck? Today, we're going to find out how many beers are on the truck. All right. All right. That's uh, that's the, today's assignment. Today's assignment. <laughs> that's right. Count the beers on the that's truck. Right. All right. Uh, Conway's next. <laughs> right. And uh, Kershaw's got the news. All right. Dig dog. Live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.